You're listening to episode number 62 of Radical Shift, the Identity Shift series. So in this first part of a three-part series, you're going to discover why you get trapped in a personality that maybe you love it, maybe you hate it, maybe you think you're too loud, maybe you think you're a bore. Doesn't matter what you think, it's about what you want to become. Now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, your friend, your biggest fan, Carla White. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about your personality. How many of you have taken those personality tests, those quizzes? Maybe they're on the back of a magazine. Uh, maybe they're were in a news feed, something like that. What are you going to look like when you're 90? What kind of cat should you own? You know, we based on personality. Um, there's all these Meyer Briggs and uh, Tony Robbins has them. There's so many different personality tests. And they're, I don't like them. Okay, I'm just going to put that out there. People are like, oh, what are you? An EFTJ, RTZ. And I'm like, I have no idea because, you know, it's a new day and I feel different than I was yesterday. And this is why I, I re- it's not about that. It's not about like personality tests lock you into a box. They, they just keep you held hostage. So when I was younger, I grew up in a small town. There was like, I don't know. <laughs> half a dozen people. No, there was way more than that, like 1,200 people. And um, I was related to half of them. And everybody knew each other's business. Okay, everybody. In fact, I would go out on a Saturday night and my dad would go get coffee on Sunday morning. Well, actually, we'd go to church on Sunday. So I got on Friday night and he'd go get coffee on Saturday. And he would know everything I did the night before, before I even got out of bed, because everybody just talked. It was the entertainment. We did not have Wi-Fi, internet, cable, Netflix, right? Everybody else's lives was what made things interesting. Now, it was cool in a way, but it was also very limiting. It was like those personality tests where they would put you in a box and they would kind of define who you were, what you're capable of doing, all based on this identity, this identity of your personality that really is not even true. It's just, you're just going by what you know in this small little town, which isn't a lot. All right. So when I was in grade school, I was nerdy. I had bad home perms. I had massive glasses. I had crooked teeth and I was loud. I was loud and uncouth and had a lot of fun. I really didn't care what people thought about me. But then you get into those tweens, right? And people start noticing things and you want to get cool. You want to be in with the in crowd. And the way to do it, I kid you not, in this little town was if you were a cheerleader, you were set for life. So I knew whatever I had to do, I had to be a cheerleader. But I was super awkward. I did not, I could not move my arms and legs in coordination whatsoever. I mean, if there was a little pebble on the path, that would be me tripping over it. I was super uncoordinated. And we had to do these routines to get to be a cheerleader 
And I worked on them and I worked on them and I worked on them. And I will never forget the moment during the tryouts when they said my name. I think it was the first time I ever won anything outside of like a declam contest or a math or a spelling bee. Uh, It was, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a popular person now. And sure enough, I got the boyfriend. I had the friends. Everybody wanted to come to my sleepovers. And my personality shifted. Who I was shifted in the eyes of other people. And this happened over and over and over and over in my life. Every time I put myself, I smacked myself into a new circumstance. And so when I moved to Germany, I got a real big mirror, <laughs> look in, in the mirror of what I was like as an American. And not only that, as a middle of America American. And uh, uh, when I moved to England, when I went all over the world, uh, when I moved back to the U.S., to middle of America, it was a big mirror. Of, this is what your personality is like. This is a little box that I've been putting myself in based on what I believed about myself. So this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drip out little things that you can do every day, all day long to challenge that personality. Because I can tell you hand over heart, when I get on a coaching call with somebody and we're talking through what their goals are, what they want to achieve, oh, It just, mm, it kills me when they start to say, ah, but I'm so lazy. Oh, I always talk myself out of this. I'm so busy. I don't have the time or I can't do this. I can't, can't, can't. They're putting that personality, that limitation, that Myers-Briggs or back of the Vogue magazine personality test on themselves. They are telling themselves who they are, what they're capable of achieving. So by middle of high school, I did not get onto the uh, cheerleading squad. I think it was my last year of high school. And I, you know, not that I was a big fan of cheerleading. I just wanted to be involved in activities. And there wasn't a whole lot in that small town. But here's what happened. When I didn't get that cheerleading squad, when I didn't get into that, my whole identity started to shift. My whole personality started to shift. And I started to, (laughs) I was into The Cure and R.E.M. and The Smiths and all that alternative music. I started to grow my hair out. It hung over my eyes. I started to wear a leather jacket and like combat pants. And um, I, I just changed my whole identity and who I thought I was and what I was capable of achieving. Now, why am I sharing all this with you? Because in order for you to get what you want, In order for you to have whatever it is, if it's better health, if it's a booming business, if it's uh, passionate relationships, it all starts, it all starts with your identity, who you think and believe you are and what you're capable of achieving. Now, You'll hear the guru saying, you have to become that person first. You have to become the person who has the multi-million dollar business. Well, you know, I kind of poo-poo that because how do you know who that person is? How do you know what that person is? You know, like, how do you know what habits they have? 
How do you know that if you never lived and experienced that? That is so stinking hard and it'll stop you right then and there in your tracks and you'll say, hey, I'm here. This is who I is who I is, right? Which is okay. But who you is is way bigger than who you've always been. All right. Because society will knock it out of you. Um, school will knock it out of you. Um, religion, advertising, media, all knocks out who you truly are, what you're capable of achieving. My five-year-old absolutely does not give a rip about what other people think about him. He wears a little dragon hat around. He wears crazy goggles. He'll, I mean, the clothes he wears, holy smokes. And every one of us was like that. We had that confidence. We had that self-knowing. We had that self-love. We had that self-assurance. And I'm telling you, when he goes into kindergarten this year, I'm a little bit nervous how much of that will be knocked out of him. So it's an inside daily job to get back to that. And the first thing you got to do is boost your confidence because whatever you want, if it's wealth, it is attracted to confidence. If it's a relationship, it's attracted to confidence. If it's good health, it's attracted to confidence. And that doesn't come from being boastful or bragging about yourself. It comes from your heart center. See, there's an energy that comes out of your heart that is way stronger than any energy field in your body. So how is it? How can you boost that heart center, that confidence? And I'm going to give you three ways of right here and now. And then I'm going to leave you with this. The first way surround yourself with messages that remind you of who you are, what you want to be. Put it on your phone screen. Stack, stack them on your computer screen. Put them in your mirror. Put them by your bedside. Constantly remind yourself that you are awesome, amazing, and capable of more than you ever knew you were possible. Second, meditate. Connect with that heart center. When you meditate, you will discover exactly how the universe sees you, how the universe loves you unconditionally. And then thirdly, of course, write in your gratitude journal every single day. You've got to train your mind to focus on the abundance and not the lack. All right, Radical Shifters, until next time, we're going to dive deeper into this identity shift because it is so powerful and so are you. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the Gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.